Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Uh, okay, this is awkward, but this bike says he'd appreciate it if you removed his skull pattern saddlebags. <gasps> he feels self-conscious about them around all the other bikes, and he says you're not fooling anyone. You mostly ride with your golfing buddies. <laughs> Listen, I'm just the messenger here. Oh, no, I don't want to say that. I think you made yourself clear. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, Matt. How you doing? Good. Good, Josh. Good, Josh. How's, how's, you got snow up there, right? We got, a, we got a good bit of snow. Yeah, I don't know, about four inches maybe. Um, so four inches, is, four inches is the perfect amount of snow for the age of your kids. Yes, and it was good, it's not like overwhelming. fluffy snow. Um, today it was all it had a layer of ice today, but yesterday it was good fluffy snow. Ma- uh, good, made like a big old snowball snowman. snowman. Yeah, did, did, a, did a snowball fight, uh, uh, snowman. Um, Silas is like having the time. He he is like me out in the snow. I'm the same way. Where like I love the snow, out there having the time of my life, and then you hit like the 45 minute mark, maybe the 50 minute mark. And there's a moment where you realize your hands are so cold that they start to burn and, like, you can't feel your toes anymore. Right, And then right. it just goes from, like, laughing, having the time of his life to just tears because my hands are cold. Um, now, and now and when, he gets it all in there, you know, in the snow and gets all wet and stuff. But, but right. yeah, 45 minutes and then crying, which is really how I am, too, in the snow. Love it for 45 minutes and now, then I start crying. Now, when we were kids, we had the huge um, snowsuit. So, you know, yeah. full body, zip everything up. Or I guess you would have the snow pants with the bib. Uh, then, you know, when you grow up and stuff, you don't have that stuff anymore. Do you have that stuff? Do you have, like, snow clothes for your kids? Because there hasn't been – I think it's been a few years since you got a snowstorm even this significant. It's true. This is the big deal. This has happened a couple of years. So, Silas was one the last time. Yeah, we, we had snow and like this. And so his snowsuit fit Faye. But for him, we had to do a a day of the snow, Facebook marketplace drop off, pickup situation at the Graysonville Senior Center. Girl was a half hour late. Isn't that kind of messed up? But whatever. No, not if the roads are covered in snow. It doesn't. And you're asking during the the snow. 
No, but we went to Graysonville Senior Center because she doesn't want to go or, or us to go to her house, which is whatever. But she lived on that road. Like she, she just had to come out, like you know, ten okay. yards to, to how come. How here. much? How much did you pay? Ten dollars. Yep, she shouldn't have been thirty minutes late. I thought I was sure you were going to say free, and I was going to make fun of you for for. But now, no. if you pay ten dollars, my thirty minutes is worth more than ten dollars. Well, and the day before, the day before, I went to the outlets. To, and I went to Columbia, and they had the outfits, um, you know, the store Columbia. Yeah. And they yeah. and they had the snows, but it was, it was fifty bucks, fifty bucks for a, a snowsuit for a little person. It's like no, I'm not paying yeah. fifty bucks. What store? And, and, and then we went to Marketplace. What store? Co- Columbia. That's the problem. You're not. You're going there it's to the buy outlets. Like ski gear. It's no, the no, outlets. No. Oh, we can talk about outlets another day because outlets. Great deals. I, Outlets are not great deals. Outlets are ripoffs. Oh, no. They got big signs. Everything must go. 70% no, no, no. off everything. Yeah, they got signs. They don't have deals. Oh, I, you're going I, the wrong I outlets. Am, no. You don't understand. I've got outlets. Well, you Just like you, I've got outlets two minutes from my house now. And I've got outlets all over the place down here. Well, maybe that's and a problem. They, we don't have outlets on every street corner like you do in Florida. You have an outlet two minutes from your house. Yeah, Queenstown Outlets. But then yeah. there's no other outlets around. you got to go to, what, Ocean I City? Or Here's the deal. Delaware. Outlets used to be impressive. When we, when we were younger, outlets were good. Even when we were, became young adults, outlets were fine. Here's the problem. You don't find deals at outlets anymore. People, they, the stores are smart. They put their junk on the internet or into these rugged warehouses or Burlington Coat Factory. They buy all the crap and then mark it up. What you get at the outlet is the stuff that they can mark on sale, not outlet prices, but just a little bit lower maybe, or do a deal or a sale or something where you think you're getting a good deal because it says outlet. No, it's you've, crap. you've never been the, the Van Huesen outlet. The Van Huesen store at the outlets, you can get dress pants, $15. You can get the best deals there of all time at the Van Huesen. That's where I get all my work clothes at Van Huesen right there. How, how much do you pay for a pair of, um, a pair of pants at the Van Huesen outlet? I, I don't know. I have probably, probably like 20 bucks, but depending on the sale. Usually have, you know, you buy a couple pair, you, you get a discount or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, and, and right now I'm on VanaHuesen.com. Yeah. And you know how much a pair of pants are? Probably 30 bucks. 20 bucks. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. that, that doesn't include the big sign that says 70% off everything that they also have going on there, okay? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You, are you on the website? No, I'm not on the website. Because there's a big sign when you go to the website. You know what it says? What, 70% off, everything must go? That's what the 75% off, site-wide, prices marked. Yeah. It's the exact same sign you see in an outlet store. All right, I'm going to do some comparison. I don't think that's true. But, but besides, I don't, I don't order – you don't order dress pants on, online. You got to go on into the store and, and try those puppies on. Uh, I don't know. I order my jeans online. But don't – that be the no, same no. thing? Yeah, but pants, they, they fit differently, right? Yeah, yeah, I did have to return. Well, what you do is you pick one brand – you might have to order a couple of copies to figure out what cut you like in that brand, and okay. now I'm fine. Yeah, and then you're doing the whole Warby Parker, let me try on a bunch and mail some back. I, no, I don't, no, I don't mess with all that I stuff. ordered one. They were a little loose, so I sent it back to the jean place, and they sent me a new one, and they're now my favorite jeans. All right, fine. So that, and then I just keep ordering what, that same what, what brand are those jeans? Mugsy. Oh, Muggsy. Okay. Muggsy. Is there some, some, design, some, some de- designer jeans you pay a couple hundred bucks for? 
Yeah, they're like a hundred bucks. They're expensive. Okay. For jeans. All right. But uh, I'm more I old navy four, guy I, when it comes to jeans. Yeah, I am 41 years old now. I can have nice things once in a while. That's a go. And, not, and nice I like pants. my jeans that feel like sweatpants. Well, you can get a better deal at the outlets at Old Navy Outlet. So I'll take, <laughs> I, next time you come in town, Josh, I'm gonna take you to the Old Navy Outlet. I, get your pair of I've jeans. I've got an Old Navy Outlet right down here. Okay. It's junk. I went to the Nike outlet right down here. It's where I got my baseball cleats. You know how much my baseball cleats cost me at the Nike outlet? Uh, the Under Armour. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The Under Armour outlet has no deals. There, that Se- stuff $70. Is, yeah, I I'm pretty that. sure I could get a better deal at Models, but I don't have a Models near me, and I wasn't going to drive. Is Models still a thing? I don't know. I saw you guys got a giant, you guys got a giant dicks in Annapolis now. I saw that when I was there. Oh, did we? Uh, we yeah. Uh, good for them thriving in, in this in this uh, economy. A lot of those yep. places went under. Um, but, yeah, we got a Dixon Easton I'll, I'll go to occasionally yeah. as well. They're the store that always irritated me on the Internet because I would, I would run into the problem every year getting ready for softball. Yeah. So. What problem is that? You're going over to Dix.com. That's not their website. <laughs> it's uh-huh. not where you want to go. Okay. And I would Dick's do it all the time, yeah. many times on a work computer. Yeah, that could get you into trouble. So, yeah, it was always fun. You clean up that so, name, but uh, right. yeah, you know we. Uh, but you, we, but you, we, wait, I you had no you. snow in Florida. I'm guessing. No, no, it was 80 degrees yesterday. <laughs> it was pretty nice today. Today it got a little chilly when the sun went down and dropped down to around 55. But I still at school today. Okay, roads are terrible. Still at wait, school. They, they didn't shut down your school. They're virtual now. Yeah, but they didn't shut down. I was sure Maryland was still going to shut down virtual schools. It depends on the county. And, and, and around the county, they shut it down. But here in Queen Anne's County, we had school. Parents were not happy. No, because you guys barely have internet over there. If those lines freeze, you're losing internet. Yeah, I know. We have, yeah, and we have some kids who come to school for the internet. And even yeah. teachers come to school for the internet. Had to so. go knock off the, all that snow off the satellite dish. Yeah, exactly. I like that I texted you earlier today saying, let's take this new segment called Ball Four that we'll put at the end of the show when we want to talk about stuff that's not sports-related or Orioles-related. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And we got a lot of but Orioles news we'll get to get to into that. as well. Because we still have stuff for that and, new segment. And, and, and one, of my, one of my balls is related to this winter thing, this snow okay. thing. That's, that's good. Some snowballs. Yeah, I got, I got a snowball. All right, good. We'll get to that. I think that's going to be a fun new segment to fit in each week. But we do end up talking every every episode starts with uh, yeah. what else is going on in our life. And right now for you, it's snow and uh, yeah. apparently outlets. Yeah, we got to stay focused because we got some oral stuff happening. And, and, and you, you got to stay your eyes peeled on this right. stuff. So we we've had a lot of news in the past week. Last right, week, we cool. kind of talked about the finances yeah. and stuff, and we've had a lot of news since then. Oh, and, and MLB is screwing with my plans for Birdland tonight. We'll get, we'll get to some oh, MLB really? issues. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, – well, we said last week – also, uh, I think it was James that sent us a message this week. James, thanks for the uh, kind message. I highlighted you on Instagram this week for uh, saying you really enjoyed last week. I think last week was a lot of fun because we got to trash Masson, which is always fun. Yeah. But we mentioned last week that we are going to weekly, quickly, like kind of start each show with talking about the state of the Orioles. Right. So, Matt, for uh, February 1st, what is the state of the Orioles? Well, I laid out last week a couple clear warning signs, like things to look for fans, things to look out for. One of them was... Earlier in the offseason, Mike Elias said unequivocally he's looking to sign a veteran shortstop, kind of to replace Jose Iglesias. Right. 
So I said if they didn't sign that shortstop, it meant they have no money to sign that shortstop. Yeah. Well, we know this week, and we can talk get, get into it a little bit more later, but they did sign a shortstop, Freddie Galvis, a veteran shortstop, who fits the build of replacing Iglesias. Okay, so, that's so that sign. was that's something that could have raised the stock. Yeah. 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 So so that would have been um, that sell, sell, sell button. But, but no, this, yeah. is, this is not sell, sell, sell. This is we. No, that was a little, right. Reddit was starting to run the Orioles this past week. It was looking good until Monday. Yeah. Monday, what, Robin Hood had to get involved and shut it all down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can only give the, the little guy so much, so much taste <laughs> of freedom uh, yep. until you got to shut him down and put him back in their place. Yep. Oriole fans were getting a little, little too excited about this year, a little yeah, focused. Re- yeah, remember who you are here, little people. Um, no, and so, so, that, so that's a good sign. So that was one of my warning signs that we avoided because yeah. we signed that veteran shortstop. The other thing I said right is is to look for this package deal of <laughs> Santander and Cobb right if you see yeah. Cobb being traded um along with a an established player like Santander it was a total salary dump right what well, we just heard prior to the show that Cobb has been traded yes not with Santander as far as i can tell no and that's why we have to eat half the half the salary Right, but our, we, we also showed that we were willing to eat seven, whatever. It, we, the numbers hasn't been announced yet, but they said it's about half or right. over half, which, again, shows that the Orioles financially must be doing okay if they're willing to eat half no, no, of no, that no. contract. So that's another good say, sign. You can't say that's a good sign that they're willing to eat seven because that means they weren't willing to spend 15. Well, no, but I would argue that they ate seven – they ate seven in order to get a better prospect. Okay. I bet they could have traded Cobb and his full contract for a lesser prospect. But I, I see think what you're saying. They okay. ate seven million in order to get a better prospect, meaning they put the prospect above the finances, which is a okay. good sign. All right, that's an interesting take. Um, the guy looks interesting. Looks like a better trade prospect than we've gotten in a while. So, okay. All right. So, with the state of the Orioles for February 1st, we going up from last week or down oh, from last week? Big time up. Big time up. I'm not, I'm not big going time big up. time. I'm going to go a slight up. Because the two things I warned us about is trying to sneak Cobb's contract in the Santander trade and not signing a veteran shortstop. We avoided both those scenarios. So, to me, right. the stock is way up. Okay. All right. All right, I all mean, right, I'm, not, I'm not going to say we're going to go out there and sign uh, Trevor Bauer and gonna, Azuna right. next week, but we may. I mean, our stock's going up. Who knows? All right. All right. Fine. I'll give you the stock's going up because it's way easier to, have a, get to, to make a move like that when you don't have to actually play a game and field a rotation and a team. So, all right. For today, the stock's going up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean did they – yeah. I mean, they, they showed that they're willing to spend money. I mean, it wasn't a all big right. contract for Galvis. Um, all right, and all right. So, and based on last week, last week was last a huge week. crash. Yeah, we the, thought the t- Josh was predicting that we'd be in Nashville by I April. Nashville. And I, 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 that was a bit bold for me yeah. to Nashville yeah, I, by April, right. but never said Nashville. I said they might sell the team. Never yeah. said we were leaving Baltimore. Hey, yeah, and we um, still like in two years we still might sell the team. Next year we might yeah. sell the team. Like that's so still know, a possibility, but um, you know, with I, the, I think uh, it was encouraging news. This you week. know, now with the with Cobb off the books. The uh, Orioles are looking at a a salary of fifty million. 
for the team for this year. Yeah, Chris Davis makes sixty million this year. Chris Davis, <laughs> Chris Davis makes twenty three, yeah. so he's half. And yeah. there's definitely players in Major League Baseball that will be making more money than the entire Orioles roster together combined. Oh yeah, I think we have what three got three guys over a million dollars. We I got think five, it's five over five a million. guys. Mancini. Only one is over five million. Okay, uh, yeah, because Mancini is what like four point seven. Yeah, the next highest. Yeah, and then uh, Chris Davis, but we're not trading that contract. Mm, we'll see what happens. This week made some surprises. Let's see what happens for next week. For now, the stock's yeah, up. I, I was I was surprised that they traded Cobb. The money kind of makes wanna, sense for yeah, the Orioles. Let's start right there too. with the Cobb with the Cobb. Okay, and then we can go back to Freddie Galvis because that was an interesting yeah. signing too. Um, and there's two parts of this, right? There's there's Cobb and who we got. But yeah. as far as Cobb goes, it's interesting, right? Because half half a salary they ate, um, which I think is good because I do think they could get a better prospect by eating more money. Um, the, the other thing is it would kind of be because I think the other option was be to wait until the all-star break and then trade him. In that case, you'd be paying half a salary for half the season anyway. So in, in this way, it's almost like, you know, the, the end result's the same right. whether you trade him. And, and so for, I, was, I think Cobb is the big winner in all of this. Uh, he gets, he gets Because he gets to go pitch in California on a better team. He, he's back with Joe Madden. He had great success with Joe Madden. He's got a chance to put up more wins. I mean, I think Cobb's the winner. I mean, we, I mean, we traded Iglesias to the Angels, Bundy to the Angels, and now Cobb to the Angels. Listen, Mike Mike Trout. This has been said a bunch that he's the greatest player in baseball, but he's yeah. played in like three playoff games. Right, mm-hmm. like they're never in the playoffs, yeah. and so when I see a bunch of Orioles getting traded to the to the Anaheim Angels, it makes me kind of upset because I want the Anaheim Angels like to be good. I want them right. in the playoffs. They will. They're getting there. They're they're not, Josh. Like it's Alex Cobb. <laughs> I like Alex Cobb. Is that no, a huge Alex upgrade Cobb's on their rotation? Probably, he's um, probably three four in their rotation. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I would say closer to five, but and that's if he stays healthy, right? Like there's yeah. like Cobb. Alex Cobb signed the biggest contract of any Orioles pitcher yep. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he spent, obviously, half his contract on the injured list, whether it's blisters or hip or knee. He had all kinds of injury issues with us. So he, I think, I mean, he's undoubtedly a disappointment. Though we saw, yeah. like, in spurts when he was healthy, he could pitch pretty well. Um, but all in all, it was kind of a... He did not play well for us. It was it was no. He only started not a good contract. No, um, he made forty one starts for the Orioles over three years. Over three years, yeah. What are you talking about? And, and twenty nine of those he made in two thousand seventeen. So that yeah. shows you how bad it's been. Yeah, it's been it's been um, really bad. A really bad contract. And he went seven and twenty two. Not yeah. good, and a five ten ERA for the highest paid pitcher we've ever brought in. Yeah, that I mean, is I mean, worse than Ubaldo. Yeah, that's the next highest guy will be Ubaldo Jimenez. So we don't have a good track record here with with uh, veterans uh, signing signing veteran pitchers. pitchers. Um, yep. But but I'm glad we were able to get something in return. We can talk a little bit about Jemai Jones. Um, yeah, Jemai Jones was what the number seventh ranked prospect. Um, I saw eleven in their team. Okay, well 11th here's as well. 
Here's what um, I'm just reading. This, but is, he uh, was like their number one overall like three years ago. Yeah. Apparently, he just hasn't really improved in the minors. Yeah. Here, here's what this is. Just a quick write up from Prospects 1500 on Jemai Jones. They were having ranked seven. They tier people in like tier oh, one, okay. tier two. He's yeah, I see. Three. He is seventh now. He dropped to eleventh last year, and now he's back up to seventh. Okay, and the write-up says he's twenty-three. The clock is running out for Jones. Once an exciting second-base prospect, constant changes in position and swing have given him trouble. He was able to make it to the majors last season, but the Angels have a maxed-out position roster, so sticking there was and will be an issue. Jones is an average fielder with decent speed, but not much of a base stealer. The bat is solid. He has the ability to get on base. His power is more for hitting doubles with the occasional uh, one going over a wall. Perhaps with a new regime, there'll be less change with him and he can simplify things. Um, so a couple of things stands out to, to that. First of all, his position of being a second baseman. This is where we need help, kind of our middle infield depth. The second thing that stands out to me is it mentioned that first in the second sentence, constant changes in position and swing have given him trouble. Position, I assume their main defensive position. Um, I don't know why that would have him have trouble hitting the ball, but whatever. And then swing, uh, constant changes in the swing. I mean, based on what we've seen from the Orioles kind of developmental system, maybe we can help out with that kind of more consistent swing. I think that's is turning into okay. an Orioles strength. So that's encouraging to me. But like, I'm always skeptical. I know like a, a seventh-ranked prospect in their system, uh, in their bad, poor, poor farm system, right? Like gets people excited that he was number seventh. Um, mm-hmm. But also, like the Angels know Cobb is going to be their four or five starter. I don't think they're for one year. They're not, and, right. and he's and has an injury history, so they're they're not get, giving up anybody that they saw as being an everyday major league player in Jamai Jones. Is this Tim Beckham 2.0 for the Orioles? Yeah, I think that, you know, that might be a guy be that was person. a middle infielder that was supposed to be good, who had all the potential and never really showcased it in in the majors. Yeah, I would have to go back and look at that Tim Beckham. I, th- I mean, Tim Beckham I think was older when we got him, and right. so and and but was also like hot, more highly touted than than this guy. So yeah, this is like a poor man's um, Tim Beckham, and we're getting him I think at a younger age. A couple yeah. of things about no, Jemai so Jones that uh, you won't find on any Masson report. Okay. A couple of insider information here about Jemai Jones. Um, he likes to say golly a lot. Golly? Yeah, he's a golly guy. Like, What's a golly? I don't know. Like he, like he, uh, you know, he, he makes an error. Oh, golly. Or he sees someone hit a, oh, a, a big home run. <laughs> yeah, like Josh Golly? <laughs> like he uses the term golly to describe different situations based on his intonation. It could be a good thing or a bad thing. But he's a golly. fan of golly. He uses that word a lot. Okay. Okay. You you won't find like that good anywhere golly? else. Yeah. But I'm telling you now, it's true. You won't find it anywhere else, though. Golly. Okay. Yeah. Is yeah. It's like a, a hard hit ball at him, and he's he's at third. He's at second. Hard hit ball. Golly. Right. Hits <laughs> okay. a home run. Golly. Golly. He uses golly right, a lot. So so he's like Groot, and has all he says is golly. Well, he says other things, but golly is his go-to. Golly right. is go-to. So he's. He's like a like a three or four year old who knows one yeah. word. Yeah, he's he's a golly. Um, All right, golly. But that's I, I mean I'm a fan of golly. I haven't heard golly in a while, and I'm a fan of that being used. His All nickname right. is Jam. All right, golly. Did you also yeah. know? Fun fact. I don't know if anyone has talked about this. Has anyone talked about this, Josh? Do you, Do you know who his brother is? 
um, his brother, let's see, Jones. So his brother would be um, uh, Adam Jones. TJ Jones, a wide receiver for the uh, Detroit Lions. Okay. All right. Golly. His father was the linebacker for the Detroit Lions. So what's he doing playing baseball? I don't know, but he comes from a family of athletes. All right, fine. But you don't find the information. You only find that information on Section 336. You don't find the information All anywhere right. else. Where are you finding this info Don't from? worry about it. Don't worry about it. Did you, get, you figure out how it. TikTok works or something? Don't, don't worry about snap, it. Snapchat? No, but don't worry about it. But I did, Josh. This is what every Oriole fan did. Um, and you have to do this first. This is what I joined all the um, – I joined the Orioles woke Twitter mob. And the first thing I did is you check out his Twitter page. Okay? What, what is this guy liking? What is this guy well, tweeting? Hold on. Who is this when, guy yeah, following? Say, Who is he when, retweeting? When the, well, right. When the woke Twitter mob uh, goes after him, it's all about looking for one thing. What did he, what, what did he like when he was 13 years old on Twitter? You got to go into history here. Um, and I tell you uh-oh. what, Josh, uh-oh. I checked the Twitter. I see, I see Stop the Steal in his retweets. He is, no, no, no. Oh, he, no. He, he's good. He's perfectly clean in his Twitter. He, he uh-huh. might as well right here. fool his Twitter he, with Dolly. No, uh-uh. you're missing the Trump. He's a Trumper. Josh, stop. Stop. He's not. We can talk. Jam- he's, he's, he's the opposite. He's not. Is it J- Jamal Jones? Jamai Jones. Jones. I'm on his Twitter right now. Okay. And he retweeted something about uh, you, you're misreading the stop headline. the steal observations. Yes. How about how it was all nonsense? Maybe read it. I don't know. I'm not reading it. Yeah. Okay. But but no, he um, he's very socially conscious um, from his okay, Twitter. Good. He is. Uh, yeah. He seems like, and his favorite word is golly. Like he seems like a legit kind of great dude coming uh, from an athletic background. Nicknamed Jam. Great nickname. Um, right, sponsored by New Balance, Evo Shield, Wilson, and Franklin. Yeah, look at you doing. Looking at his Twitter page right now. When I've been doing research for the past twenty four hours, you log on live during the show and try to do a little research to keep up with me. Um, uh, if you want to keep up with me, Josh, go Google <laughs> Google Jemai Jones. Go to YouTube. Look for his mic'd up. That's where I found him saying golly all the time. Look for him mic'd up with the angels. And I watched highlights of him mic'd up. All right. That's where I got the golly information. To, all right. I'm not going to do that while we're recording the podcast. I will do that afterwards. Yeah, you should. It's, it's freaking good. Um, just says golly all the time. Like, that's what it is. Um, so, okay. yeah, that's, I, I think um, he's going to compete at second base. Um, what do we got? Yomar Sanchez there. Right now, so I think that's going to be an open competition. I think Sanchez yep. could also move to to third base. So I think it's going to be, um, yeah, I think it's going to be an open competition at the second base position, maybe third base. Um, Ruiz should be concerned about his job, um, but yeah, I think it's another guy you can throw Ryland Banning, like he's another type. I think that guy type of guy that could either be a utility role um, or. Um, fill in every day at second base. We'll have to kind of wait and see. All right. He's but, also on Cameo. I will be reaching out to him on Cameo to see if he will come on Section 336. Yeah, he has a... Jam Jones. He has a career batting average of something like 429. So how would you like that? How does that sound? Career batting average of 429 in the majors. No, that's only over the course of seven at-bats, okay. but still. <laughs> I was going to say, he's only had like two appearances. Yeah, seven at-bats, but still. So it's... Mm-hmm. It's it's surprising in that you could have a guy 
who's competing for an everyday job, who's young, who's 23 or 24, young, competing for an everyday job, and you got him for Alex Cobb. So I think that's uh, – I think all in all, it's, it's a bonus. And then if you care at all about the Angel fans' reaction, like that tells you something, the Angel fans are irate. They are like they, – they, they are mad uh, about the trade. So they like, they like this kid. Well, it's hard to tell if they like the kid or if they just hate Cobb. <laughs> but as opposed to other starting pitching options that are out there, they're not happy that Cobb's their guy. Oh, I, okay. I, I can understand that. There, there was some misinformation going out there, too. Like, when the trade was first announced that Alex Cobb was going to the Angels, like, Eric RDT, friend of the show, I think, um, he, he, he tweeted out, like, a picture of Mike Trout in an Orioles u, u, uniform. So then I thought maybe the trade would be Cobb for Trout because Eric RDT, he's in the know. He knows about these things. But it turns out the trade was not Cobb for Trout. And so Jones was a little disappointed when it, when it wasn't Trout. And so I don't know if – I remember people gave a hard time to um, um, Dan Clark when he got the Manny Machado to New York thing wrong. I wonder if people will give RDT a hard time for getting the Trout for Cobb thing wrong. But, you know, we'll wait and see. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a big difference between one person who thinks something's really going to happen and one person that tries to troll on Twitter. Oh, you think he got me with the little troll? Uh, I'm guessing that uh, Trout for Cobb, we would have to eat a lot of salary and probably, um, I think, we, I'm trying to think, what? how would you even make that even financially work that the Angels would be attractive? I think we'd have to give them Camden Yards. Well, I was thinking about I it. Think. Like, what would you trade for Mike Trout? Um, this might be an interesting, I, I just did a little experiment here thinking about it. And like, maybe if you packaged. <laughs> There's no way. Well, you, you think if you packaged a Ryan Mountcastle, a Trey Mancini, a John Means, you throw and maybe Alex Cobb, throw him in there too. You maybe throw the four guys. All right, let's go back to 1997. What would the California Angels have to trade to get Cal Ripken Jr.? You don't. You can't trade. Uh, whatever, five, six years, ten years ago, what would we have had to trade to get? Alex Rodriguez and Derek Jeter. You can't, you can't trade the face of your team. Right, right. No, you, Mike Trout will die an angel. I know. He's but, not going anywhere else. But it's a fun thought experiment to think how many okay. of our best players would equal one Mike Trout. All of them. Right? Plus like, yards. Yeah, we like, don't have the value. Would you, what about Adley Rutschman? Right now, Josh, Adley Rutschman for Mike Trout straight up. You signing that deal? Of course, I'll take that. As an <laughs> Oriole fan, if you want to give me my Josh, Trout, you haven't you read have... this guy. I just read a report saying someone tweeted out that Mike uh, Adley Rushman was compared to a bat of Mark Teixeira while also being one of the best catcher, defensive catchers in baseball. And, and Matt Wieters was declared to Jesus Christ. Joe Mauer and, and, with power. Joe Mauer with power. Yeah. I mean, you can have, if you want to give me Mike Trout, you can have the top five people in my minor league system. I don't care. Show me a guy that's proven like Mike Trout that amazes me when he plays versus five guys who are supposed to be apparently better. Yeah. I'll but take the guy I know. The, the Angels are now my second favorite team. I'm with between Bundy, who I like, Cobb, I like. I like Cobb, even to, despite the yeah. terrible contract. Iglesias, whatever. I'm now, and I love Mike Trout. And, I'm, I'm now and, rooting uh, so hard for Atone. the Angels. What's that? Tony's fun. 
Shoei Otani. Yeah, fun. Otani. Yeah, yeah. Doing Otani, the whole pitcher yeah. hitter thing. And they got yeah. Rendon. Yeah, they just got, I don't understand how they never yeah. win. The Angels are a fun team. Um, yeah. And the problem, <laughs> I feel bad for the Angels because the Angels are like the stepchild in California. Because you've got the Padres, and they've got the young guys that are exciting. They're making the moves. You've got the Dodgers who Best got all the money invested. Yep. They're the Yankees of the West Coast. And then you've got the uh, Los Angeles Angels that every 10 years can't decide if they're L.A. Angels or California Angels. And like yeah. the flip-flop. And then everyone kind of hates because they have the best player in baseball, but no one can ever see them in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Like we all – right. Everybody respects and loves Mike Trout, and he doesn't get anywhere. Yeah. I hope they can make the playoffs for Mike Trout. I do too. I really but do. But I'm not going to say the Angels are one of my top two favorite teams or whatever you just said. I won't go <laughs> they that They are. Far. They're my favorite team. They're, well, I, uh, loved, I like the Padres too. You sound exactly like the people you were making fun of for rooting for the Braves because they had a former Orioles. Yeah, that's true. I, I, hate I like the people. Braves because they had Darren O'Day and Nick Markakis and whoever else was down there. Yeah. That, that's Balls true. I, I, do, I do not like those guys. Um. Had to get through the rebuild, but shoot, we got somehow. I know. Hey, the and at, at least it's West Coast. Yeah, it's West Coast. I can't stay up for those games anyway. Um, All right. Real quick, the Freddie Galvis signing. Yeah, that yeah. Like I it. almost forget. It seems like it was like a lifetime ago because today's news was so uh, crazy for the Orioles and unexpected. Yeah, but Freddie Galvis one year deal, what a million and a half. Yeah, it's typical Orioles deal. It's what the Orioles do. Well, Give was, a veteran a low salary and bring them in. Yeah, I was looking at Fangraphs does their top free agents, and they, like, crowdsource how much money they think they're going to make. They had Freddie Galvis as um, their crowdsource results, what they kind of the crowd guessed. And these are smart fans who follow Fangraphs, right? Um, two years, $12 mil, 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 million. Dollars. Yeah. Um, and we signed him for one year, one point five million dollars. So yeah. instead of six mil a year um, for two years, we got him for one year for a mil and a half. I, I I think it's the COVID drop and the and the fake year that twenty twenty was because he had a really good season in twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, so I think it's it's that affecting the money. I I'll tell you my favorite part of the contract is that he has a bonus if the Orioles trade him. In other words. The Orioles see this as a quick rental. We're going to trade him in July. If he's good enough that we can trade him, he gets an extra $250,000. Yeah. That's, that's my favorite part. Yeah, that's a smart deal for, the, for him, right? And that's like that's, and, that's saying, hey, play well enough so you can get out of here. <laughs> right. And it's totally like, it's like, all right, let's be realistic about it. Let, let the Orioles fans know up front, hey. This guy's just going to fill a hole. This guy needs to, needs to get some attention and do a little rebuild of his career. Not even it's, I hate to say rebuild because he had a great 2019 and even 2020. I think he was okay. I don't. I don't so just this guy needs to get some attention. So he's going to come and try it out here until a, someone pays up the money. Yeah, yeah. Like some players that have in the contract to make an all star team or to get, yeah. you know, 100 hits or, or to have, you know, 50 RBI. Uh, for him, it's like to get traded. <laughs> that's, your, yeah. that's your incentive. It's, a, it's great. It's perfect. It's what every veteran that comes to the Orioles should, should do. It also shows you the priority of the Orioles is to flip veterans for, for draft picks or, not, or for young guys' talent. Yeah, so we still don't know 
who the shortstop of our future will be. But I tell you Richie what, Richie Martin. Yeah. Okay. Keep Forget on saying about that. Him. <laughs> well, he got hurt again. He's gonna be. He's gonna be yeah, a, know, a late start to spring. Classic Richie Martin here. Poor yeah. guy. But like, but I'm okay with it. I just look at the free agent market this year, and then people are already talking about the shortstop free agent market this year. And and and, and by the way, a bunch of more shortstops become free agent next year. And this year, the top shortstops: Simeon, um, Simmons, um, even Gregorius signed a two-year deal. All the other guys, one-year deals. Like a bunch of players signing one-year deals. And so. Um, I think, just think there's, I think there's going to be a lot of shortstops to be signed in the next couple of years. So if that's the one position where, like, you can't develop – if Gunnar Henderson turns into a third baseman or something and you can't develop a shortstop, I feel okay where if that's the position you kind of want to spend, spend some money on to fill that hole at shortstop, you can do that. So I don't stress right. as much as other people do that, oh, we don't have any shortstops in our farm system. Well, okay, if that – that's okay then. We can. That's one spot we can fill in free agency. Now let's just make sure we have a second baseman and third baseman and stuff like that. Yeah, and I, you know what, Freddie Galvis. I was just looking. He did have a down year this past year, but I can't really. I can't blame anyone for having a down year in 2020. It was so weird, of a year yet season short. So like one bad streak, and you're going to have a bad down year. Um, but I seem to like the guy from like a Reds player. I don't know him or see him on Twitter or anything, but just he's a noted, he's a guy, a name. It's rare that the Orioles sign a name that you know. Yeah, he's a veteran, 31 years old. He's been around for a while with the Phillies, and um, again, we got him from Cincinnati, or he was most recent with Cincinnati. His projected war this year is .8, which as far yeah. as free agent shortstops, put in at kind of at number five um, behind Simeon, Simmons, Gregorius, and Enrique Hernandez. He's right next to Jonathan VR, who's also projected to get a, a .8 war. Um, He's got that left-handed power, which is great for Camden Yards with the flag court. Yeah, yes, yeah, sw- uh, switch hitter with, uh, with, a, with a little bit of pop. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's 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 the same type of move the Orioles make every year with a veteran pitcher. It's it's Tommy Malone as a shortstop, or Wade LeBlanc as a shortstop. Yeah, I mean, it's very similar to Jose Iglesias signing, right? Yeah, it's just the same. And I'm sure that's part of why the trade thing came into play because they said, oh, well, we saw what you did with Jose Iglesias. You're going to try to do the same thing with me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I think, yeah, and I think everyone, like, everyone's going in wi- eyes wide open on that, right? Like, Michael Elias, I'm sure, is open about it. That's why the incentive is there. Galvis yep. knows what he's getting into. And I think that's a really good deal for a player, too. Like, if you want to give me a one year deal and I know you're going to trade me to a contender at the trade deadline. <clears throat> Or most likely you're going to try to trade me to contender at the trade deadline. Like, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, that is. Um, all right. So, the Orioles, we already covered up or down this past week. Uh, this looking ahead, they're going to have to sign a veteran pitcher this week, right? Or next week, coming up soon, they're going to want to sign a veteran pitcher to replace Alex Cobb, right? Well, I'll tell you what, and... and um... Rocco Baco said that they already have some major league contracts offered to people. I don't know who those guys are. Okay. Certainly no one good, but you're Tommy Why Williams. is that not leaked out yet? Well, I mean, I mean, I don't know how often you put an offer out to somebody and they... Oh, yeah, know. true. But, but <laughs> I... I <laughs> yeah, they, 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 
sent some big guys. Here's a one million dollar offer. Yeah, I'm I know sure you're projected to get twenty. Here's a one million dollar offer. Just so if Oriole fans ask, yes, we tried to make you an offer. Yeah. Yeah, um, Trevor Bauer, I know this isn't what you want to sign. We're not going to give you that type of money. But five years, $2 million, in case an Oriole fan asks, we made you an offer. I mean, you joke, but I think that's probably something similar happened with Freddie Galvis, right? Where he was yeah. crowdsourced to make $6 million a year. And we said, well, here's a mil and a half if you want it. And he said, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, Do you think Michael Elias like, answered to phone, wait, what? You're going to take it? Yeah, like, like maybe Michael Elias has like a million-dollar offer out. A mil and a half to like to every everyone. every available top 100 free agent, and just hope someone picks it up or accidentally signs their name or something. But no, right. like when we had Alex Cobb, I was I didn't really understand why we would sign another veteran pitcher. And now even without Alex Cobb, well, that's because yeah. you're looking at it as the fan. We want to see the young guys. Yes. And, and and remember, we added a bunch of guys. We added Alex Wells to our 40 man. We added um, um, Zach Lothar to, to, to our 40-man. Um, we, we added Bruce Zimmerman. Those are three starting pitchers. Bruce Zimmerman, oh, Alex Wells, Bruce. Um, um, Alex Wells and, and Zach Lothar. Three guys who I would like to see pitch for the Orioles this year. Um, right. And, and that's the problem. Yeah. You or I would like to see them pitch for the Orioles. Right. I'd rather watch I, them than Tommy Malone. I would. Right. I know. I know. And I have a feeling you're going to have to go to Norfolk to see these guys. Yeah. Because the Orioles are trying to not bring guys up until they're ready to ex- make that contract work. You know, make the contract last. Because well, right now Don't. we have three starters. And then we have some openings. We have John Means. We have Keegan Aiken, and we have Dean Kramer. Okay. And then we have Jorge Lopez, Bruce Zimmerman. Um, if you want to get into, like, Tom Eshelman, I think he's still on the team. <laughs> uh, and then we have a bunch of uh, these, these young guys, right, like your Zach, your, um, Zach Lothers and stuff that I just already just talked about. Um, okay. So... If if you want to start all these guys at the minors, um, I guess that means you have to sign another veteran pitcher. Which and then injuries sure. happen and stuff too. Like fine, I get it. Um, but I, I really want to see this year. I want to see Wells and Lothar and Zimmerman. And so I hope we I hope that's able to happen. But as long as that will happen at some point, I'm okay with signing a veteran pitcher that you hope to trade at the deadline. Fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah, um, all right, and I think something's going to happen like that. And but I if they don't do it, see... I would actually be happy. But if they do do I it, I'm I okay know you with would. It. Yeah. But I'm expecting it to happen, and I think you're going to see the same type of trade calls, bonus structure, if you get traded, because it makes a lot of sense for the Orioles. Um, all right, on Tuesday of this past week, John Heyman tweeted out, the Braves has, have kicked the tires on Orioles star Trey Mancini. Nothing serious yet, but the Braves need offense. What do you think, or do you think the Orioles are actually open to trade in Trey Mancini? We talked last week and said it would kind of be crazy for them to do, and nothing like you. How do you trade a guy coming off of cancer and the whole fight sixteen campaign of this past season? But if you're Josh, Michael Elias doesn't care about people; he cares about numbers. Josh, if you're if you're Michael Elias, you put yourself in Michael Elias' shoes. Mm-hmm. Let's say the Braves don't blow you away. But they give you like a fair offer 
that you're like, oh man, like I, I don't see Mancini being part of the the long term future. We can't extend him. We have a bunch of outfielders. This is a, not a position of need. And here's a bunch of really good, pro- two, three really good prospects who think we think can help the team. How tempted are you to pull the trigger, Josh? Or for you, is Trey Mancini kind of untradeable just because of what he means to this team and what he's been through? What, what uh, would you well, do, Josh? I think that if I'm Mike Elias, I think we've had this conversation. You're not Mike Elias. You are the GM of the Orioles, Josh. What would you do? Oh, um, I'm interested. In trading, I, I, in trading, I am. I will listen to the Braves. Their farm system is ranked 15th. They got four people in the top 100. I like Trey Mancini. He's a great guy. Can't complain about Trey Mancini. He's got power. He's got offense. Um, he adapted really well to the outfield. But I have a bunch of outfield candidates, a bunch of outfielders in the farm system that are true outfielders. I've got this kid, Ryan Mountcastle who I haven't been able to put at any position and him really impressed me, but he could do fine at first base. You still have a soft place in your heart for Chris Davis. He's going to have a bounce back here. <laughs> yeah, I forgot Chris <laughs> Davis is going to have a bounce back here. Um, Josh, I love I'm how a, you opened that question by kind of uh, saying that yeah, Michael Elias wanted, didn't have a heart, yes. and then you went to go heart, all heartless on your analysis. No, okay, no, Josh. No. Here's the deal. I like Trey Mancini. Josh, you, you, you said that once. You don't have to keep on saying it, okay? We've had him on the podcast. Friend of the show. Um, but I'm open to trading Trey Mancini right now because I don't I like I don't know. It's tough. I I don't, I think, Josh. I, I don't pick up the phone. If they say Trey Mancini, I hang up on him. I do, I hang up I on him. I would like to think that Trey Mancini turns into the veteran leader of this World Series team. Um he seems like a nice guy. He seems like a guy you want in the locker room. But a team like the Braves have a lot of really good potential and a lot of high-ranked people. So it's intriguing. I, I, I'm not intrigued at all by I it. I was hoping you were going to be the bad guy to say trade man, trade, no, trade man season, I don't listen to the I call. But I guess I'm playing the bad guy. guy. The guy is a cancer survivor. The guy is your face <laughs> of your franchise. Exactly. You do not want cancers in your locker room. We've huh. gone over this. Character counts. I think character counts in locker rooms. I want to put good human beings who have good work ethics and smart, good, hard, hard baseball players. Trey Mancini, you know, he just hits all the notes. Like he is the type of player you want to build around. And but outside of all that, outside of all that, I, I have a heart, and I'm not going to trade a guy who loves Baltimore who just survived cancer um, before he can even put on Orioles uniform again. I'm not going to trade Get all him that away. stuff for Mo. But th- but then I yeah. But then I also wanted. Um, uh, fire Gary Thorne without letting him say farewell either. So, I mean, I, I am not like the Orioles in a lot of ways. The, if, so, if there's anything we've learned from 2021, it's that the Orioles have no heart. If Michael Elias trades Trey Mancini, that would be the – I don't care what they get in return. It would be the most heart, cold-hearted thing I've ever seen a GM do. <laughs> like, I, I – I can't even fathom it. I can't even fathom. The fact that he would even pick up the phone kind of makes me question that he's some cyborg and not an actual human being with a heart. He's the Grinch over there. Um, I want to know. But, but I mean, Michael, I mean, we got a freaking fire sale going on here in Baltimore. Yeah. We're still in full rebuild mode, so who knows? And we've talked about the fact that everyone has a price. If, if, if we were a GM, everyone would have a price. That's, we, okay. we, we, 
we, we had this conversation with Manny Machado back in the day. Of course, there's a price. You'd have to get an overwhelmingly, overwhelming price. So Trey has a price. The question not, is. Not this year. Not this year. Maybe next year. This year he doesn't have a price. But okay. The question is, what is that price? And are the Braves willing to pay it? If the Braves are willing to pay it, I'm sorry. But the Orioles stink this year. It's all about the future. Um, I can fall in love with another player. I've been through this path. I've had my heart broken before. I can get over it and move on. I cheer for laundry. Okay. I, I cheer for people who survive cancer and are great people. So, um, no, I, 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 no, it's not going to happen. So I'm not going to get all fired up about it. But if it happened, I would, I would be shocked. I would be, I would be absolutely shocked. Trade Santander before you trade Trey Mancini. Okay. All right. Like that, um, I wouldn't be shocked by. Okay. Mancini would be shocked. Hey, um, I, yeah, do you want to say anything else about this? Uh, no, I mean, I'm more Orioles stuff. Were you ready to move on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to mention um, who the Royals, not the Orioles, but the Kansas City Royals just signed, and it's not no, Jeremy I, Guthrie. No, I, I just saw uh, something on the Orioles' website I was going to mention. Oh, go and ahead. Then I, and then I wanted to talk about the uh, MLB uh, and their, their uh, offer to the Players Union. Okay, but, but real who, quick. Who do you, who'd the Royals trade? Um, they signed free agent, former Oriole, Hanser Alberto. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. Good for him. Good for Hanser. Well, is it good for him? Because he was signed to a minor league deal. So that shows how much other teams mm. thought of Hanser Alberto. That he yeah, didn't even get Royals, a major league deal. He got a minor league deal. Yeah, but the Royals are pretty crappy. So right. a minor league deal is going to get you a shot on the major league team. He's yes, going to make I'm, that team. And I'm sure that's why he signed with them to get a chance in the majors. But still, that yes. he could not find a team to give him a major league contract says something about him. And so maybe Michael Elias was right for not resigning him. But uh huh, gotcha. Um, do you uh, do you know like I was Mike? I was going to ask you like if the Orioles because I don't see the ads down here. Are the Orioles already selling uh, tickets and season plans for this season? And they are. I went to their website and you can buy it. Okay, I haven't noticed anything. So I saw something and it said uh, new for 2021. And it's got the bobblehead thing and the flex pay. Those things aren't new. But then it says new, O's assurance. So I said, I saw that, and it says a new free fan assurance benefit included with every ticket that guarantees your investment in Orioles baseball. So I saw this, and I said, hey, does that mean like, is that like a new way to say like if the Orioles don't win, <laughs> you get a free ticket or something? You know how they've done in the past? Uh, I would assume like how the game doesn't happen, right? You still get your ticket. Yeah, uh, apparently it means if COVID cancels the game, we'll refund you your money. Yeah. Isn't that just standard? Like, are we talking, are we going to play in a world where the team doesn't have that? Or did they just say, hey, let's, we, uh, we are forced to do this. So let's find a cool marketing way to say, if you buy a ticket and the game is canceled, we'll refund your money. Josh, I, I don't think you should sneeze at insurance. I mean, there's a lot of Americans walking around who can't afford decent insurance. And here the Orioles probably offer a very good deal on insurance. So maybe they can take that to the local well, health clinic. Yeah, insurance is free. So you've got that you going go. for you. That but Democrat uh, run. Uh, I knew that John and Lewis, Democrats. <laughs> it free insurance right for everybody. Give me a break. Birdland, Who's paying Birdland for that? Member. 
Apparently, you only get this if you're a Birdland member because every Birdland membership comes with O's assurance. Oh, so, so if you don't have you that, you can't get your tickets refunded if there's a... Apparently so. That's game. crap. Yeah, That can't be true. Uh, exactly. I, I guess you just don't get the cool marketing slang. They're going to call and say, I need a refund. Well, do you have an insurance? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, we'll refund your ticket anyway. I think that's how it goes. Yeah. Do I get a card, an insurance card? Uh, right, exactly. Um, all right, so did you see this stuff? So when I was, what I was teasing about Major League Baseball messing with Birdland tonight is – I went in this week, and I'm preparing and getting ho- other hosts and all involved, so I built a schedule so that I could start to sign hosts up for all the Oriole games. So I built a schedule for the whole Oriole season and some minor league coverage and all, and I was getting ready to put it out the next day or two, and then Major League Baseball comes out and makes a presentation to the players about shortening to 154 games. And pushing the start of spring training back into March 22nd and pushing the start of the season back a month. Completely screwing up the calendar I just made in Excel. It took me like two hours because mm. I suck at Excel. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like you need to get some Excel experience for that. I mean, that's the bigger so. story here. You're burying <laughs> the lead. No, but the real story is Major League Baseball is made this offer to players to go to 154 and expanded playoffs and start the season a month late. I mean, this is crazy to me. I feel like this is um, this is like my county school system here. Where, like, no one does anything. And then, like, a week before school starts, everyone's like, ah, what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> like, guys, you had pitchers. the whole offseason to have this conversation. We knew where we would be with COVID. Right, we we knew maybe not specifics, but in general we knew. And all of a sudden, now you want to throw out all these proposals, right? And so, fine. I guess we'll see, right? I, but I don't understand. Pitchers gonna... and catchers are supposed to report in nine days. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's February now. It's February. We, we talked after the we talked just a few months, a couple months ago, about how Major League Baseball did a great job handling COVID. We now live in a world where the NFL played their entire season. Yeah, where the NBA finished out their season and started a new season. Yeah, where the NHL started their new season. Sports are going on. College football happened, and now baseball is saying, "Oh, we want to push back a month." That seems a little weird. Well, and they maybe they handled the season well, Josh. The playing of games last year and not the World Series, but not the World Series. And what they did not handle well is all the nonsense prior to the season between fighting between the owners yeah. and players. And here we go again. So, also, yeah. why, why can't – why does every conversation between a player and owner union published on Twitter and, like, just become so public is weird to me too. You don't have these because public battles in all the other sports. And, uh, and I you think don't. you do. You, you don't. No, this is, this is a baseball thing. Where you have, I mean, you have disagreements with how many games we played, but you don't have this public battle between owners and players um, le- 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 like you do in the other sports. And, and I just think it's weird. And we know they're going to play a bunch of games. So right. at the end, it's kind of moot, right? They're going to play Let's, 150 or 160, but they're going to play a bunch of games. And we're going to see a bunch of baseball. So they just got to figure I, out the details. Yeah, and I just can't figure out what pushing a month gives you. Like, you're telling me you weren't, didn't have all the safety and stuff in, in your system to start February 10th or whatever? 
Like, right. Like, can you guarantee all your players get vaccinated at that point? I don't think that's going to happen. No. No, that's not going to happen. Um, didn't we already have, like, fall ball and, or winter ball or something? We had, like, the Arizona Fall League going on. Like, yeah. players are working out and getting ready. Yeah, it does. It's, I, it's, I, I don't know what a month It doesn't gets do anything. You. Yeah. What it does is it, it screws up uh, Chris Davis. He says that, 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 that ramping up to spring training and then cool down to start in July, he says that hurt him. Because he overworked. Okay. What it does is it screws. So I'm I'm throwing out Chris Davis because he's the only Oriole that spoke out about it that I know of right now off the top of my head. Uh, Because for some reason I love Chris Davis. Uh, But you think about pitchers and players who are ramping up, pitchers working out on their own, getting built up for spring training because it's in nine days. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Even if they were delay a month because you think that's best, fine, do it. But make that announcement two months ago. Like, have this conversation two months ago. Why are you having it now? You're not – your players – good major league players are not just sitting on the couch until spring training. Yeah. They're getting prepared. Even Vlad it's Guerrero a, Jr. has been working out. He has. I'm sure. Yeah. It's just why he was um, fat last year, and I saw some pictures oh, he's of this offseason. Now. He looks good. Yeah. He looks good. That's bad yeah. news for the AL East. Yeah, because fat, fat Vlad, or, fat Vlad was crushing us. In shape, Vlad, forget about it. Uh-huh. That or Canada has really screwed up the COVID thing, and he has not had food for six months. That, that could be it too. Who knows? But uh, yeah, so I think I don't know. Major League Baseball is screwing it up, and I just want baseball. I want the pictures of fat pitchers with beards showing up at spring training. It's all I want. Yeah, I don't even care. And that, I, I'll wait a month. I don't care, but just yeah, I just want I just want I want as many games as possible. Yeah. So anyway, players. The big thing with players is they want more guaranteed money in case games are canceled with COVID, and they don't like expanded playoffs because they think expanded playoffs puts more pressure on the playoffs and not in the full season. I don't really understand that expanded playoffs. I, I agree with the players, but from a player perspective, expanded playoffs means more money for the owners, which means more, more money, money for, for them, the presumably. But. And that's the truth. What the what what the they're saying? Oh well, this that we, doesn't take the attention. We don't want to be like the NBA. What they really mean is you're going to make more money with those national games. Split it with us, right? That's what they really and mean. they will and eventually really, in free agency. Like they'll spend more well, money in free agency. They will. Well, but what it's really setting up for is next year is the CBA. Yeah, yeah. So the the, the players' union doesn't want to look weak. Right. They need to be strong now. To go into that CBA. Oh, yeah. I know how these unions work. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Too dangerous to teach, right? I know how they work. So. All right. We're running out of time. We're going to get to our ball four segment. Do you want to go to it, or are we pushing it for next week? No, let's go real quick. All right. What you got? All right. You want ball one, or you yeah. want me to start with ball one? You give me ball one. I'll give you ball two. All right. Ball one is I went out this weekend and played poker with, like, six or seven, six guys. In person with cards and chips, and it was like for a uh, evening I could forget about the whole COVID thing, and then today were you socially distanced? Did you mask up? What's, the, what's no the, masks? No masks. No masks. Outside no. or inside? And inside. I was inside without a mask with other strange men. Okay. Um, anyway, I don't then, judge. <laughs> then today I went and got gas, and I ran into the gas station, and outside of the employees, I was the only other person in the store wearing a mask, which tells me 
as people what, what laugh is, what does Florida, that tell you josh here we go what does what that tell you yeah as people laugh at florida as they do it tells me that all these news reports of we'll have to be wearing masks for the rest of our life and this is the new normal just get used to always wearing a mask when you go out always social distancing florida will be leading the way and we're tired of this crap. Let's get on with our lives. And you can come down to Florida, and you can play poker in real life. You can go into a gas station without a mask, and you're the odd one if you go in with a mask. Um, so it may seem strange, but Florida is, is standing up to say, we're not going to live wear masks for the rest of our life. So that's my ball one. <laughs> How about you with ball two? Oh, Josh, it makes me like laugh one. so hard. How, like, everyone outside of Florida thinks your Florida is so dumb (laughs) and is like an absolute train wreck. And you're over here thinking that you guys are freaking uh, lighting the way of all America. Everyone outside of Florida thinks you and your Floridians are absolutely insane and your government and your governor is insane. I know. But, Josh, uh, do your thing. Except check the the, uh, COVID numbers and Florida is pretty good compared to everywhere else. Okay. So I'm enjoying it down here. I don't but, uh, know. Well, last time I, we talked, you were you, telling me how well they were handling the vaccine. And then the next day I read the New York Times and there was an article about how it was a free-for-all and a freaking disaster in Florida. I don't know what's well, true anymore. It's by county. My county, it's right at Publix right down the street. You can get a gallon of milk and a yeah. vaccine. Yeah, It's easy. With your yeah, Chick-fil-A yeah, sauce, too. Grab that while you're in Publix. So um, my, all right. So <laughs> you go ball, too. Yeah, my, my, I don't know how to follow that nonsense up. My, <laughs> I'm looking at, uh, I was trying to look at my uh, my Twitter here that tells me how many people I've, I've been on a, Josh, I've been on an absolute oh, you blocking, blocking spree. Blocking spree. Um, and I'm up to 479 blocked accounts. <laughs> You've, why are you blocking people? Are I these can't people help like it. that are attacking you? No, I can't help it. I now I seek out people to block. Here's my new one: weather. Tony, oh. what's his name? Tony Fam or something? This guy who does weather. To, Tony yeah. Pan. All right. Here's but what I why, do now. But hold on, hold on. But you only block people that like need to interact with you. Otherwise, just don't follow them. I no, I can't help it, Josh. I seek out people to block now. So I go on to Tony Pan, and <laughs> I see him tweet about the weather and about snowfalls. Yeah. And then anyone who responds, there was a whole bunch of people on Monday morning, not Monday morning, on Sunday morning, while it was still snowing, there was a bunch of people commenting at Tony Pan that it was a bust, the snow bust. Oh, you busted again. All oh, these weathermen are idiots. You bust. I blocked right. them all. Anyone who said that it was a bust, I blocked them. Because how are you going to call it a bust? How? When it's Sunday afternoon and still freaking snowing and calling it a bus for snow. But, Josh, I can't help it. I seek out these people who are, who are morons, and I block them. I can't how help do you myself. Look up, how do you look up how many people you blocked? I went to uh, – I go to my uh, – you know, your, Is your, it in the app? Yeah, in the app. I click on those right. three lines at the top left where it has my profile yeah. list, topics, bookmarks. I go yeah, to setting and privacy, hamburger. and then I go to privacy and safety. And, and I scroll down, and Wait, it says... Oh, settings and privacy, privacy and safety. Yeah. And then I scroll oh, down. Blocked accounts. And it says blocked All accounts. Right. How many you got? 29. I have 479. I'm tired of these people. All right. And I, but it's my oh. fault. I'm addicted to blocking people. Like, I don't even... They don't even interact with me. I search for them, and I block them. 
I see. Can you see how many people have blocked you? No, I can't. I remember uh, someone who's the uh, I, Jose Batista, I believe, blocked me, and I don't know why. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, only the only way you find out if you like search for them or something. Um, but no, and then like I just block random people. Like if you have a picture of Joe Biden or Donald Trump as your as your uh, face, like I just block you immediately. Anyone who has their profile pic okay. as if they Biden or Trump, politics. like what is that? I block you because that's not your face. Yeah, I block you. So All sometimes right. I block just on pictures, but I'm out of control with blocking. I just I like it too much. I need to stop. Right. So that, that, I'm right. sorry. That's ball. my ball two. Josh, go ahead and do ball, ball three. three. Ball three is I got a new TV show I've been watching. It's called the Go Big Show. Okay. Have you seen the Go Big Show? Never even heard of the Go Big Show. <laughs> good, good. That means I get to explain it to you. It is a talent show. You like The Voice or like uh, American Idol all and that type of stuff. Or uh, what's the one? America's Got Talent. It's like that. The Mass Singer. Yeah, yeah. It's like all those. But it's on TBS. Okay. And it is, it is, um, it is hosted by Burt Kreischer, the big fat comedian that takes his shirt off, if you know him. I don't, but okay. And then the judges are some wrestler, uh, two girls. I recognize them, but don't know. And then um, Snoop Dogg okay. is one of the judges. Okay. All right? I'm aware of Snoop Dogg. Here's the contestants. The contestants are weird <laughs> things, like a guy shooting basketballs while driving the car. Uh, or a guy who who like sleeps with rattlesnakes, uh, or who shoots like a bow and arrow with his feet. Does that or immediately make you think of like what odd thing you you could do to get on that show? That's <laughs> no, where my mind would but, immediately go. Or like a guy who lifts weights by taking these big hooks and hooking them into like his eye. Yeah, bones. that's just gross. And then he'll so it's weird stuff, and it's a stupid way they rate and rank them. But, I, but I, it's my new show. I've watched like four episodes now. I think that's all of them. And it's just weird stuff. So the Go Big Show, it's on TBS. Check it out. It's just weird entertainment. Yeah, it sounds like a Florida show. I won't be watching that. It's a, it's sure a Florida a show. I do, think, I do think most of the contestants come from Florida would yeah. be my guess. Yeah, and I bet the ratings in Florida are through the roof for that show. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, can I look that up? Let's see. Go Big Show. Well, for Ball 4... I just finished watching it. It took me three years of my life. I finished watching The Americans. I finally finished. And I, Josh, unequivocally, unequivocally, that is the greatest television drama I've ever seen in my life. It goes what? in my top three all-time favorite shows up there. The Americans? With the Americans. Boy Meets World, Seinfeld. The Americans, three different genres, three completely different shows, but it was one of the Boy greatest and shows. And similar genres. What's that? I, I, all right, fine. I see what you're saying. A family show, a comedy, and a drama. Yeah, completely different genres, but like, um, and just in all the 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 finale, I laughed, I wept. I never had a show a finale. Be, be so perfect of an ending. You know, these shows always ruin the ending. Yeah, the ending like the was lost perfect. And, and, oh, yeah. don't get me started. The ending was perfect. It was just really? everything about the show was so amazing. I'm serious. The Americans, I watched the first I'm season. late on this, and everyone's probably already seen it, but I'm just now finished it, and it was top three greatest shows of all time. Have you ever, have you, have you watched Breaking Bad? No, everyone says to watch that one too. All right, Breaking Bad is one of my top favorite dramas. Have you seen Dexter? 
Yeah, I've seen Dexter. That's a great show. Uh, but but Dexter's that, one but of my again, top dramas. It couldn't keep it right. Dexter got it got weird and not as good in later seasons. The, I think Dexter was one of those where the ending sucks. Yeah, thankfully there's a new season coming out. Oh really? That oh, can, that's can cool. hopefully fix that. Yeah, I would argue a couple seasons. Um, and and that's a show Dexter, by the way. I, then I I tried to watch Six Feet Under. An HBO, an older show. You ever see that show? Oh, yeah. but <laughs> no, th- I have no interest in that. Oh, that has Dexter in it as a uh, – he works at um, – um, what do you – Oh. But anyway, he, he, he's not a serial killer. And then you're no. like, oh, man, I can't get into this because I just – I keep expecting you to kill somebody and you don't. No, uh, what's it? Michael C. Hall, he's in a few shows, and every now and then I'll see him in a show, and it creeps me out. Yeah. Because I can't – like he is totally typecast. He absolutely – you can't be anything else but a serial killer. Yeah, so I agree with you. Um, I don't know about. I won't, I'm not going to check out Six Feet Under, but I will give the. I will no, that's not my ball four. I don't even recommend it. It's I. I stopped okay. watching after like two seasons. I got bored. All right, but all right, I will go back to the Americans though. Oh my god, because gosh. I did like season one. Every but, season, uh, that show does not have a bad season. Every season is epic and amazing, see, and there's so many stories that I love so much. I love the idea of two Russian parents and they're fighting what to do with their daughter, whether to turn into yeah. a Russian spy or not. Okay. The parents are fighting over. It. It's great, and that's uh, that's on um, Prime. Is that a streaming? Yeah, I know you don't Amazon pay for Prime. anything, so it's got to be free somewhere. Where? Yeah, it's Amazon? on Amazon Prime, and we gotcha. can get into this see, for. I've been watching more TV and movies lately, and. I want to look at what is it? There was just some the Oscars watching, or the whatever the the 2021 movie awards, Academy oh, Awards I don't or something. Know. They still have those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all the movies now are like on streaming stuff. So I, I've been going yeah. through and kind of watching some of the 2021 or 2020. Oh, um, oh, award all right. Movies. I can I can recommend some TV shows for you. Well, this is you already did have your you? two balls, so you can't recommend anymore. Okay. All right. I'll I'll you share some TV shows with you. Have you watched Servant? No. All right. All I right. really yeah. I, next I, week. Yeah, I, I watched. You, you I, about, all right. Yeah, I've been watching the Disney Plus shows. On all right. I, all right. Have you? Are you watching WandaVision? I, I yeah, I watched that. And are I've never even seen up? any of the Marvel stuff. But yeah, I'm caught yeah, up. I, I you're not a Marvel guy, so that was my question for you. I am totally sucked in because I love Marvel. I'm movies. sucked in because I love 1950s television. Like I love the old school. Uh, yeah, it was I, great. I hope superheroes never arrive, and it just stays this old black and right. white show the whole time. Yeah. That's have, have you, how many episodes have you watched? I think three or four. Okay. There's only been four. Yeah, yeah. So I'm up to date. All right. Okay, cool. And I've also been um, going through The Mandalorian, too. Oh, I tried. I fell asleep in the first episode. Oh, I'm super into it now. I'm in season two. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I was yeah, I, I but, but I also hate Star Wars. I've never seen the Star Wars movies either. Like, I haven't watched all the Star Wars movies. Oh, I'm, I'm doing all these I've things tried. without doing the, the original stuff. I'll go back and watch the Star Wars movies. I tried because they went back in the theaters when I was like in high school. Yeah. And, they, and I got bored. I saw one in the theater, and I was so bored. Emily got mad at me the other day because I was like, Em, I'm going to watch all the Star Wars movies. And she got mad at me. She's like, Matt, you've been saying that for the past 15 years of your life. That's a <laughs> and waste of true. time. But how one can of these you, days I'm going to do it. How can you get sucked? Why? Forget Star Wars. You're enjoying WandaVision. Go and watch all the Marvel movies in, like, the proper order. I don't really like those. There's two, it's just the same thing over and over again. It's too predictable. I don't like those heroes. But hero then you'll movies. get into all the characters for WandaVision. No, I just have to. I don't even know who these episode, things are, but I just want. I like I Wanda. Say, uh, I just want to watch all the Wanda movies. Episode it, four clearly showed you like relations to Marvel movies, and if you watch the Marvel movie, you would know more what well, was going on in episode four. That's I know don't that's spoil true. The my, show though, because that's the episode that just came out. 
Yeah, with Mandalorian and WandaVision, I'm sure there's so many references that go that way over know. my head just because uh, I haven't seen. All right. Well, maybe this will be your intro into accepting Marvel stuff. I'm more. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. All right. But go on. There's too uh, many movies Apple, now. I'm too late. There's too many movies. I'm too late. Go on your Apple TV app and watch Servant. All right. I'll check that out. So. I'm not watching right. that Snoop Dogg show. I know you're not. That's why I wanted to share it on here. Mandy likes it too. Mandy and I have been watching it together. We've also, actually, I'll save this. Yeah, I'll save, save it another, another show ball. that we've been watched almost every single day for the past three weeks. There's okay. a show we've watched. I've been reading so some good be, books too that I got to save in this ball four segment. A book. I got I got a couple good books I've been reading. All right. I'm not, I won't oh, even I share about the Obama memoir I'm reading. I won't even share about that one. Okay, and I'm not going to share about the audiobook I'm reading now. All right, good. It's how to start a podcast. It's a little late in the game for yeah. that. Yeah, I guess if you can exactly. still read that, maybe I can still watch the Marvel movies. There you go. Right, right. All right, let's get, let's get out of here. All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening. Write us a review on iTunes. We haven't had an iTunes review in a while. No. Hey, and thank you for all of you over supporting us on Patreon. You can go to section336.com, and there's a support button up at the top where you can support us on Patreon or PayPal monthly or one time, whatever you want to do. We appreciate all that. Yeah, true. Coconut support us on Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Helps us to do this show. I think we're going to do a live stream soon, thanks to these people. And uh, also, all that helps us get stuff like Birdland Tonight going and all. Yeah. And maybe, are we going to stream another video game encounter? Yeah, I'd like to because right. we played this week against each other, and I wanted to talk to you, and we weren't talking. I need to it. get the updated Madden, so I have Tom Brady on the uh, box. Oh, I was going to tell you, Is it EA, on sale? EA has something called like EA Access or something on the PlayStation, uh-huh. and I just saw it's like five bucks a month, and it has the new Madden on it. So I can just get that. Yeah, it's like Netflix for a bunch of EA games. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm going to check it out. So check that out, EA Access, and then we can play the new Madden, which would make a little more sense than us trying to simulate the Super Bowl with uh, uh, Deshaun Watson running around back there. Yeah. James Winston, get it right. James and Winston. I always get those two guys mixed up. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening, boys and girls. Yeah, check us out on Twitter and Facebook and all that good stuff. You can follow me on Twitter. At section 336, where I may or may not block you immediately. And you can follow Josh on Twitter at Birdland Sports. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. As always, go O's. We are the Panthers, and we run this town. When you step into the yard, we must protect this house. We are the Panthers, haven't you heard? We got that underdog stop, but we'll be crushing the curve. And we really don't care what the haters say. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. 
Download Upside and start getting cash back wherever you roll. It's like having your own hype man. Get an average of 17% cash back at restaurants. Oh, it's dinner time. Average of 13% on groceries. Get those groceries. 10 cents per gallon average cash back on gas. It's go time. Plus, cash back at participating convenience stores too. Stacks on stacks. Users can earn hundreds of dollars a year, three times more than other apps. Upside, show me that money. All right, we get it. Get it. It's easy. Just sign up for the free Upside app and start getting cash back for doing you. Download the free Upside app and use promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Get cash back for doing you with the free app from Upside.